So let's do some practical existentialist philosophical comparison of religion to give examples of applying logic to the real world by this approach. And uh, again, remember, this logical analysis is not static. Uh, the uh, meaning of words is their use, and the use, use changes through history. And thus, this approach requires at least some sense of historical realism. So from the perspective of the working man, what is Islam? It is a uh, religion founded by the Prophet Muhammad, who after spending 40 days and 40 nights in the desert contemplating the nature of the universe and the meaning of his life, decided uh, to come out and raise a large army to militarily conquer the Mideast, to use those military conquests as a basis for a large commercial empire so that he could die a rich, wealthy, powerful, absolute ruler of his conquests. And in exchange for such a life, supposedly he received a uh, reward in heaven from uh, God. Without doubt, this is a master morality religion, and thus if your hope as a working man is to uh, worship a uh, leaders and a God who... Uh, appreciates the master morality, you should uh, choose Islam or a warrior tribalism or a Hegelian fascist world spirit or concept as your religion, and you should follow it with passion in your whole soul so that it will give meaning to your life and death as the only hope for a working man to avoid the cycle of oppression, rebellion, and then oppression by the new powers. Uh, the other, on the other end of the spectrum, we have what the philosopher Nietzsche called the slave morality of Christianity. If you want to spit in the face of the universe that cares for neither you nor anyone else by having hope in a loving God and a trinity that supposedly understands human nature's suffering, so much so that uh, God uh, actually became man as part of his nature, uh, to give, uh, to share in and to give relief from that suffering, then Christianity should be your passion. At present, uh, Christianity seems to want to go back to its roots, uh, its roots in which was founded by a, uh, a common criminal, essentially, someone who died poor and friendless and outcast and as a rebel, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but. This analysis of Christianity would not always be true. For example, at the point where the Emperor Constantine made it the official religion of the Eastern Roman Empire, uh, it may be an open issue as to what kind of uh, morality it was. In many ways, I miss the Church of the Middle Ages. Uh, at present, there's a pope who stands on a balcony and waves the peace sign in the face of genocide of Christians in the Mideast, and this seems to make a good... Uh, form over substance impression, but in many ways I, it might be better if we had an 11th century Pope Urban II uh, who was willing to call a crusade against such genocide and jihad, but uh, whatever, that just may be my military brainwashing kicking in. These type of uh, questions require critical thinking that we've been practicing here and should not exclude any religions. Uh, I'm just using Islam as Christianity as an example. Uh, for example, one other uh, example, Buddhism holds a reputation as a religion of peace at present, but that is recent history. 
You must use your reason to read history and realize that the Dalai Lama is the supreme leader of Tibet because four to five centuries ago, the fourth or fifth Dalai Lama started a series of civil wars with the other religious leaders that was eventually won by an alliance with China and then wiping them all out right down to their wives and children. It then went on to start the Sino-Tibetan War, lost, had the communists come in to outlaw slavery and serfdom, serfdom, and is now in the position of advocating peace, having gotten its ass kicked. History is not the subject matter of this series. Uh, logic and critical thinking are. However, logic and critical thinking should not stop at the church door or whatever door you go out of into the real world to answer real-world questions. If you want religion to give you hope, uh, you must not only use rational concepts such as the ontological proof and Pascal's gamble, but also be pragmatic and existentialist about it. Uh, all mainstream religions of which I'm aware, including most of Christianity and the Roman Catholic Church, reject pragmatism, existentialism, and even Pascal's gamble as a source of faith. Uh, that just goes to show us to how far they've been corrupted by the powers that be. In order for your choice of religion to be a source of hope in sense of social and community hope, which is what makes religion religion instead of just individual morality, it has to deal with the real world. And the real world, world right now is pragmatic and existentialist. If religion wants to be a true opposition to the uh, secular religions of politics and law, uh, your choice of religion has to accept that and deal with it. Uh, otherwise, it's just going to be a source of uh, commercial ceremony or, or uh, worthless uh, protest that no one really listens to. For religion to be a true source of social hope and community hope, it must also have social and community power to oppose the powers that be, especially in this uh, present world in which there are fake, fake religions that are really warrior morality politics, such as Islam. Good luck with it.